Next week, one of the most important pieces of legislation to come before Congress this year will be voted on by the Senate. It's the latest and perhaps final Republican proposal to replace Obamacare. It's primarily the product of South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham and Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy. Senator Cassidy is a physician, which is worth noting. Five senators ultimately helped shape the bill. Two of the others are Nevada's Dean Heller and Wisconsin's Ron Johnson. That's why the bill is sometimes called the Graham-Cassidy-Heller-Johnson bill. But the fifth senator to have a major impact on the content and strategy for the bill is former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum, and he may have been the most influential of all because he brought his experience in shaping welfare reform in the 1996 bill to the current health care reform effort. Even the Washington Post, always stingy with kind words for Republicans, especially conservative ones, five years ago conferred the fabled and coveted Geppetto checkmark on Santorum's claim to have largely authored the welfare reform bill. And I suspect that a similar fact-checking effort on Graham Cassidy will come to a similar conclusion. So here on American Radio Journal, let's call it Santorum Graham Cassidy. All of this is relevant for one simple but overwhelming reason. The central feature of the welfare reform bill of 21 years ago is the same central feature of the health care reform bill of 2017. That's the way it block grants federal funds to the states. That's an inherently conservative idea based on the Tenth Amendment that states that any power that is not given to the federal government under the Constitution is reserved to the states or the people. The U.S. Constitution does not give the federal government any obvious power to regulate health care. Now, I'll readily concede that most have long ago forgotten the notion of a federal government that is limited to certain enumerated powers, but the listeners to American Radio Journal should be among the faithful remnant that reveres and wants to uphold our Constitution and for whom the Tenth Amendment remains relevant. The reason I used the word overwhelming a few moments ago to describe the central feature of the new GOP health care bill, block grants to the states, rather than the central control and forced uniformity of a single national health care plan, is that achieving the proposed structure is so important that all other objections to the bill should be overwhelmed by it. Maine Senator Susan Collins has voiced objections based solely on the fact that the new bill would reduce federal health care revenues to her state by less than one and a quarter percent of the state budget. This is exactly the kind of wrong-headed, narrow-minded reaction to federalism that should be rejected. A well-designed, well-run state program could achieve efficiencies greater than that small shortfall. Furthermore, any genuine inequities in funding can be adjusted in subsequent years. Jimmy Kimmel, for instance, claims that the bill wouldn't cover pre-existing conditions adequately. The Nursing Home Trade Association fears Medicare and Medicaid cuts. Both objections are at least partially wrong, but that's not the point. Those things can all be fixed later. The one thing that can only be fixed now and before the end of the week is the basic concept of block grants. Saturday, September 30th is the very last day that the Senate can approve the bill under the reconciliation rule that avoids filibuster. Tweak the dollars later if need be, and try to do so on a bipartisan basis. But for right now, the primary focus of every Republican senator 
should be on the transformational, long-term benefits of block-granting the program rather than running health care as a monolithic federal program. There really are only three viable options to the future of health care financing in America. Simply eliminating the benefit, that is to say repealing Obamacare without replacing it, is utterly unrealistic. So the three options are permanent Obamacare, which is collapsing and financially unsustainable, Bernie Sanders' single-payer socialized medicine, and Santorum Graham Cassidy that block grants federal health care money to the states. That sets the stage for state-based innovation in those states who don't want to innovate but would rather keep their state in a plan that's basically Obamacare without changes, are free to do that, too. The model is the 1996 welfare reform approach. It worked, it reduced unemployment, promoted and incentivized work, and restored dignity and independence to millions of previously dependent citizens. Santorum Graham Cassidy Heller Johnson can do something similar for health care. The dollars can be tweaked later, but the chance to change the basic funding model to block grants expires on September 30th, never to occur again. Every Republican senator should look at the big picture and vote for it. The only alternatives are unacceptable.